0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. First off, can we talk about how Boston all of these are right now? (laughs) For a little context, normally we talk about what we're drinking later, but we'll talk about it right now. Martha has a Truly. Truly! Which is Sam Adams. Bitch. I have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. The actual. And then my water bottle currently is one of the new Halloween spoopy tumblers that lights up in the dark from Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. So that was our, wow, we're from Boston.
1: Um, we adopted Grayson. You guys didn't know that he had, he hadn't met. Ransom last time. Okay, I was like, I have no idea what (laughs) recollection of what stage we were
0: in when we last recorded a podcast. So did you guys even know about Grayson? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, he's he's, very curious. He's obsessed with Ransom first off. I got a uh, cat for me, but I actually got it for my dog. Yeah obsessed mm-hmm. obsessed was, he's, with them yeah and it's it's so funny because that's how ransom was with luna yeah and it is how ransom is with every dog yeah. he's ever seen in my entire life and now he's like i don't know what to do this mm-hmm. cat <laughs> somebody else is coming on strong that's my thing yeah so
0: like even when i've been i mean i was gone for a couple <laughs> of days but i was home for a couple of days and i was sitting in my room and ransom's been sitting with me and then grayson's just been sitting under my bed mm.
1: Ransom's been sitting with you, and Grayson has been sitting with Ransom. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. He's only sitting under my bed mm. because Ransom's in my bedroom. <laughs> yep, so, so that's a thing. hmm. But he's very curious. Like, as soon as I open the door, he's like, oh? Who? Oh, it's in here. Which is definitely weird because, I mean, Luna would peek in every once in a while, but Luna like, cares. yeah.
1: She's like, I don't yeah. smell
0: food in there. And then so. she'd be like, okay, I'm done. And Grayson's yeah. like, oh. I'm gonna go under the bed. I'm gonna hang and stare out. Stare at the dog's while. foot pad. <laughs> I see Ransom's foot pad from this view. Longingly.
1: <laughs> I have, yeah. And a, Ransom has no idea that yeah, he's there. No yeah. <laughs> We had Ransom on the couch and then just, like, Grayson's belly and feet sticking out of the couch. Yeah. He's like, we're in bunk beds. Ransom's like, I'm fully unaware of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, it's Ransom. He's fully unaware 80% of the time. (laughs) He's he's unaware of existence.
1: And uh, we understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Um, We do have a little bit of exciting podcast news. We are officially on Amazon Prime yeah. Podcast. So if you have Prime and that's how you listen to your podcast, you can now catch us on that as well. And, mm-hmm. of course, we're still on everything else. But we have to add that to our end little spiel of where you can find us. Oh, boy. Can't read they the like that up. They, <laughs> like, fancy and, and, and invited me. Ooh. They, like, well, technically us because it was our email, yeah. but I'm the one that handles the email.
1: It was our email, but also, Brit, like, lifted her pillow up and there was a like sealed with yeah. wax
0: yeah that mm-hmm. was
1: from Amazon they were yep. like it was the little A You can join us. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like I don't know but I do love the presentation
0: So I was like Oh you're asking they were like hey we saw you at a podcast. Do you want to be on Amazon Prime? And I was like Yeah sure. It's taking me two button clicks so yeah yeah i thought you said we saw you at
1: a podcast oh, we were just at a podcast oh. and we saw you across the room and we were like i bet that girl's podcast would be great on amazon, <laughs> amazon you're so creepy and forward <laughs> buy me things <laughs> you have all of my wish lists
0: <laughs> oh shit all right yeah so that's that mm-hmm. um I'm Brittany Vitrino. I'm Martha Bartlett. And this is But First, Let's, Let's talk, talk Nerdy.
1: <laughs> We've got a lot of sounds going on here. <laughs> They're all being made by us. <laughs> Our drinks usually match best. Us. Yeah, no, but they
0: usually do. They do not right now. And
1: we didn't know what to do. <laughs> there was panic. There was panic. Not as much panic as that is usually in the opening, because I usually fuck it up. <laughs> all right, you're first today, right? I am! We're <laughs> okay. on episode 76. <laughs> all right. So it's even times. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, so uh, today I'm going to be talking about the SCP Foundation and SCPs in general and where all this weird-ass shit came from and whatnot. Yes. I don't know what SCPs are. Yes! That's <laughs> literally my first question is, have you heard of it? SCPs <laughs> no. literally at all? Awesome. Oh my god. I was wondering because they're kind of, they're pretty adjacent to uh, no sleep and creepypasta shit. But okay, so the SCP Foundation. SCP stands for Special Containment Procedures, but also it stands for the motto, which is Secure, Contain, Protect. Oh, also, before I forget, my source is just the SCP Wiki and all of their fucking shit. Everything came from the SCP Foundation and their website. So you can look that shit up. It's good to go. Uh, The SCP Foundation is a fictional secret organization documented by the the Collaborative Writing Wiki project of the same name. It's both Special Containment Procedures or Secure Contain Protect. Uh, It's all within... a shared universe or universes and within that universe the foundation is responsible for capturing and containing various paranormal supernatural phenomena called anomalies or SCPs or skips sometimes. I'm just gonna call them SCPs because I think skips sounds stupid. Uh, within the universe well Wait, we called what? SCPs. No, the other one. Skips. It's just SCPs, but they just made it into a word. But where's the k-
0: noise come from?
1: Oh I guess this it's a C. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Which, that's why I'm <laughs> never going to say it's called skips because I hate that part. But it's almost none of the ones that I've read have been like, also oh, the skip. I'm like, no. So they're called uh, anomalies or SCPs within the universe. And then so uh, part of the foundation is also keeping the foundation and the anomalies in existence secret. Uh, the real world website is community based, originating on 4chan, like a billion T years ago. So uh, most of the works on there are – it's thousands of SCP files, so confidential quasi-scientific reports that document an SCP object or – it's not always an object, sometimes it's just like a thing that happens, sometimes it's a place, sometimes it's a person – but whatever it is, it's something that's not supposed to be in the world. Uh, so it documents all of that. And then it also has a lot of uh, foundation tales, which are kind of short stories featuring various characters in the settings of the SCP universe. Um, the wiki's literary works have been praised for their ability to convey horror through a quasi-scientific and academic writing style, as well as for their high standards of quality. And that's fair, having – A, been into horror since I was a little teeny, teeny, tiny bean, and B, having read quite a few of these. Like, some of them are really spooky and interesting. So, yeah, the fictional setting uh, centers around the findings and activities of the SCP Foundation, which is an international secret society containing... Uh, We love a secret society. We love a secret society. We love a secret society. Mm -hmm.
0: Especially when it's But we don't, because secret societies
1: are actually just cults and cults are bad. But we love a secret Mm -hmm. society. We love... So we love very specific secret societies that are not cults (laughs) and also not all white people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Are you a a secret society that's like, we all know that demons exist. I'm all about that life. Let's go. Yeah. Are you like, maybe you should leave your family and give me all your money? No. No. I have six bucks, buddy. Okay, do you want to have fun to with that? <laughs> but yeah, so the foundation is a secret society consisting of scientific research is in- uh, scientific research institution with a paramilitary intelligence agency to support their goals. Basically, it's a place that all of the governments kind of like are like, oh, something scary happened. Y'all take care of this. Which isn't to say that they're the only organization. There's a lot of other like organizations that they touch on and talk about within it. But they're like the main one. They basically go around the world and capture and contain various unexplained phenomena that define the known laws of nature. So living beings and creatures, artifacts and objects, locations, uh, abstract concepts, and incomprehensible entities which display supernatural abilities – or other extremely unusual uh, properties. If left uncontained, probably going to ruin life on Earth. A lot of these things would fully end everything. Which is... Let them out! Do it! Do it! Do it! (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, which is awesome. (laughs) Their existence is hidden and withheld from the general public in order to prevent the supposed mass hysteria that would occur if they were leaked, which is not supposed... Uh, Whenever an SCP anomaly is discovered, a team of uh, undercover Foundation agents, often called the Mobile Task Forces, are deployed to either uh, collect it or uh, contain it at its location if it can't be transported. If an anomaly is too widespread, elusive, or otherwise inaccessible, uh, they just erase it from Mm -hmm. public's knowledge. Oh, Mm -hmm. they men in black everyone? Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's what lightning is actually, yeah. guys.
1: And honestly, they men in black people, they, they call it amnestic drugs, but they, they men in black a lot of fucking people. That's it happens all the time. Yeah. And once the SCPs are contained and secured at the Foundation's secure uh, secret facilities, which there's a bunch of them, and they're, you know, by armed guards and this and that, they're studied and researched by scientists in order to uh, improve containment methods for them, the Foundation acquires human test subjects known as D-class personnel, which I will go into later, and forces them to interact with the SCPs in science experiments or containment procedures. So basically, they just are like, we're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with all of these guys, and if we could do a better job. Okay. Or if we could do even a good job, which would be great. Apart from the Foundation itself, there are a bunch of rival organizations Uh, which are collectively referred to as groups of interests, or GOIs on the website, which are also aware of the existence of paranormal phenomena and interact with them for various purposes. Uh, An example would be, there's a a group called Chaos Insurgency, which would be a fucking killer band name. (laughs) Uh, A terrorist splinter group consisting of ex-Foundation defectors who try to capture SCP objects and weaponize them. And then the Global Occult Coalition uh, is a secret paramilitary agency of the United Nations, which uh, works to destroy a lot of supernatural threats instead of containing them. Um, So there's a bunch of different groups, but this is like the big one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the SCP Foundation <laughs> originated in the Paranormal Forum of 4chan in 2007, where the first SCP file, SCP-173, was posted by an anonymous user. They also had a picture of a sculpture by uh, a Japanese artist, uh, Izumi Kato, which who he was like, not ideal that this is where it's getting stuff, but... Also, a lot of people are seeing it, so there's this is that. I guess that's something. The um, website, one of the um, people who originally was there at the beginning was basically like, late summer 2007, the SCP-173 is posted on 4 X, which is their paranormal one, um, and everybody's like, that's weird. And then it gets reposted a bunch of times, um, and it's clearly getting popular. And after that... uh, the SCP Wiki goes up in 2008, and basically people start to like swarm the wiki and be like adding things. They had 166 articles by like mid 2008, which is wild. And then they changed over to WikiDot so that more people could edit it, mm-hmm. and it's still incredibly popular in 2022. Oh, that I've never heard of it. It's one of those things that I found randomly. It's one of those, like, under things. But it's so fun. There are so many good things. (laughs) Um, On the SCP Wiki, the majority of works are standalone articles detailing the special containment procedures of a given SCP object. Uh, In a typical article, it will have its unique identification number, a containment class, which we'll go into based on the difficulty of containing it, and then, like, basically the proper procedures and also like descriptions of what it actually is. And then there's a lot of like addenda and things like that, images, uh, people like, like journals or things like that, that are attached to kind of give you an idea of what was happening with that, which are more, um, the reports are written in more of a like scientific tone. And then the like stories are more, story like and a lot of them have a lot of redacted stuff on it because it's supposed to look like a real scientific thing. In contrast, as of August 2021, there are uh like 6600 SCPs, I'm pretty sure. We're definitely in the 7000s at this point because I was reading a couple in the 7000s. Damn. Mhm. And then they've got like 4 th- 4200 stories that are foundation tales that are just like about the foundation or about like the different foundation issues that they've had with different places it's a like really really hugely full universe which is the most fun part of it like everything is so detailed and planned out so it feels a lot more real mission statement okay which is operating clandestine and worldwide the foundation operates beyond jurisdiction empowered and entrusted by every major national government with a task of Containing anomalous objects, entities, and phenomena. Many of these anomalies pose a significant threat to global security by threatening either physical or psychological harm. All of them undermine the natural laws that the people of the world implicitly trust in. The Foundation maintains an extensive database of information regarding the anomalies requiring special containment procedures – Commonly referred to as SCPs, uh, the primary database contains summaries such of, of such anomalies and emergency procedures for maintaining or reestablishing safe containment in the case of containment breach or other events. Um, our mission is threefold: secure. The foundation secures anomalies with the goal of preventing them from falling into the hands of civilians or rival agencies through extensive observation and surveillance, and by acting to intercept such anomalies at the earliest opportunity. Contain The foundation contains anomalies with the goal of preventing their influence and effects from spreading by either relocating, concealing, or dismantling such anomalies, or by suppressing or preventing public dissemination of knowledge thereof and protect. The Foundation protects humanity from the effects of such anomalies as well as the anomalies themselves, until such a time that they are either fully understood or new theories of science can be devised based on their properties and behavior. The Foundation may also neutralize or destroy anomalies as an option of last resort, if they are determined to be too dangerous to be contained. So it starts off as like, bro, we gotta do shit about this stuff. And it's so good. That said, there are Several different canons because it's too big of a universe. So it's like it gets, gets, because it keeps expanding. So somebody will be like, how about this canon? And then people will be like, okay, that sounds interesting, and build off of that. And it's very organized. So you could be like, I like this canon, and read all of the stories in it. It's not as organized as our cap of their own, because nothing is.
0: Because nothing is.
1: Because nothing is. No one can fucking duplicate that. And it's just the worst and the saddest. (sighs) What can you do? Thank Um, you, AO3. Oh, God. God bless. I've given them money, and I feel good about it. They never were like, hey, if we you die... put me in your will. But I would! But I would, AO3! <laughs> you deserve to be in my will. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, all of the objects have different object classes, uh, which are n- used in the SCP articles. The first class is safe. Which, uh, safe class SCPs are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're safe to interact with but they are safely contained so uh this is often due to the fact that the foundation has researched the scp well enough that containment does not require significant resources or that the anomalies require a specific and conscious activation or trigger classifying an scp is safe however does not mean that handling it does not pose a threat next one is euclid which is, uh, basically you, they require more resources to, to contain completely or where the containment isn't always reliable. Um, usually this is because the SCP is insufficiently understood or is really fucking unpredictable. Uh, it's kind of the in-between class and it has the most things in it. Obviously. Any SCP that's autonomous, sentient, or sapient is generally classified at least as a Euclid. So if if you can think, you're probably a Euclid. If you can't, probably not. And then Keter is the anomalies that are exceedingly difficult to contain. What I want to know is who came up with these words. I, Euclid is definitely like a real word. I've seen that somewhere. They've definitely, they've got a, I don't know, but they did a good job. <laughs> they, did, they did a good job because they, I feel like they've, you know, it's like when you read a fantasy novel and they're like swearing fantasy yeah. words and you're like, yeah, that feels, that just that makes the like world a world feel more like a world. Yep. Yeah. And then I tried them in real life and I sound like a fucking fool. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I guess I'll stick with fuck. Um. But yeah, so keters, uh, basically, they're hard to contain, and uh, you don't have a lot of understanding. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're dangerous, just very difficult to contain. Um, so those are the three main ones.
0: Can they move classes?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, like, as they discover things about them. Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah, so it's not, like... There have definitely been a lot of things that have moved from safe to Keter when they figured out what they could do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, maybe oh maybe no, help, help, so. help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, oh, actually,
0: you're like an um, uh, insect.
1: Oh, oh, you're like a little buddy. You're a little. You just have yeah, a lot of teeth. You're a little bug. You're a little bug. You're a little bug. But yeah. Uh, then other ones that they use are Thamiel, which is, um... Anomalies that the Foundation specifically uses to contain other SCPs. So basically, it's an SCP, and you put an SCP in it. Like it's a it's a place, and you're like, wait, okay. start over. Yeah. So a Thaumiel class SCP is an anomaly that the Foundation specifically uses to contain other SCPs. Okay. So like like it could be like a spooky box, and you're like, well, I guess we'll put this monster in that spooky box. Because it's going to keep him in there. That's what he's doing. Okay. Uh, neutralized SCPs are anomalies that are no longer anomalous. They're either been intentionally destroyed or disabled. Apollyon, they all sound like angel names and I love Apollyon it. Apollyon
0: just makes me think of like Porion mm-hmm. or Polygon or
1: yeah. a Pokemon. Right? Yeah, I can see that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It looks like Apollo, like Apollo, mm. So it's a polyon, not a poly. Yes, a polyon, <laughs> not a polyon. But okay, yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Those are ones that cannot be uh, contained, are expected to breach containment imminently, or like basically, you're like, well, I don't really know what to do about this guy. And then Archon uh, SCPs are anomalies that could theoretically be contained, but are best left uncontained for some reason. They're good for our environment. Exactly. Uh, So the locked box test is uh, an informal guideline used to determine an object's most appropriate object class. It goes like this. If you lock it in a box and leave it alone, nothing bad will happen. Probably it's safe. If you lock it in a box and leave it alone and you're not sure what's going to happen, it's a euclid. If you lock it in a box and leave it alone and it gets out of the fucking box, it's probably a Keter. If it is the box... It's a Thamel. If you can't fit it in the box and it's about to end the world, it's a Napoleon. If you could have locked it in the box but chose not to, it's probably an Archon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then there's also there are different security levels, which obviously there's different security levels. And I thought like that was less interesting. Like level zero is you know any asshole. Um, level one is confidential. Level two is restricted. Level three secret. Level four top secret. But level five is the O5 Council, which is basically those... It's 13... Uh, question mark, maybe? <laughs> people who have complete access to all information regarding all anomalies in containment. Um, and they basically oversee everything and have a ridiculous, redonkulous amount of power. Ridiculous, redonkulous? Ridiculous and ridiculous. Yeah, One of Damn. the SCP things that they have is just a... <sighs> satellite that's just floating around and they can just shoot people with it. You know, they don't because they they, they don't, but they could, (laughs) they'd have to explain it, but, but they could, but they fucking could. Um, and then, uh, classifications for, um, personnel are as follows. The class a personnel are doomed, deemed essential to the foundation and are not allowed direct access to anomalies under any circumstance. Um, Class B personnel are those deemed essential to local Foundation operations and may only be gr- granted access to objects, entities, and anomalies that have passed quarantine and aren't going to like affect their mind or things like that. Class C are personnel with direct access to most anomalies, not deemed strictly hostile or dangerous. Uh, they have had direct contact with potentially mind-affecting uh, or mimetic properties, but may be subject to mandatory uh, quarantine and psych, psych evaluations. Uh, Class D, and this is the one that I thought was really fucking interesting. Class D personnel are expendable personnel to used to handle extremely hazardous anomalies and are not allowed to come in contact with Class A or B personnel at all. So, these are people who... So, every single other person in the
0: workforce ever, not even in this, is just a Class D. Just so you guys know. In
1: capitalist society... In, yes. We're all Class Ds. Yes. In this, at the very least, yes. they usually pick somebody who is, like, convicted of multiple violent crimes, and they're like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Go get eaten by this thing <laughs> so we can write about it. Yes. I am here for that. And I love it so much. I think it's such a fucking... It's so much more interesting than having somebody, like, sit on death row. It's like, what if you just... Can you just check out this weird lake? We, ju- we just want to see what happens. <laughs> and if you do, maybe we'll knock a couple years off of your life sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Class E is Provisional Classification Applied to Field Agents uh, and Containment Personnel that have been exposed to potentially dangerous effects and need to be... Um, basically fixed, quarantined, monitored. The Foundation maintains and operates a large number of facilities worldwide, from small outposts with only a handful of staff to large complexes, uh, and they're divided uh, into sites. Um, the locations known to the public, but their true purpose is disguised behind government or corporate fronts or other things. For instance... Site six 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 is a large scale research containment and staging site, publicly known as the Luxor Hotel and <laughs> Casino. Fair, yes. The site lies within the anomalous. That's hot why spot. it's so shitty of a
0: hotel, because oh, 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 oh. it's really not there to be a hotel. Also, guys, that, that hotel sucks. Yeah. Don't stay in and it.
1: Apparently, that light is the thing that's keeping under oh. Vegas from coming up into regular that's Vegas. fair. yeah. Okay. Basically, this site. So the Luxor. Lies within the anomalous hotspot of under Vegas, uh, anchoring the Las Vegas Strip to baseline uh, reality. The site primarily deals with anomalies in the Vegas uh, Paradise region, which is why yeah. rules don't apply in Las
0: Vegas, mm-hmm. at least on the Strip. Yeah, and so rules here- apply in Las Vegas, just not on the Strip.
1: Here is <laughs> a, a really um, here's a bit from one of the um, things about the Las Vegas um, site six six six, also. <sighs> Brush our shoulders off at six six six. You love to see it. Um, the entire city is in hell. Ashworth asked. No, not quite that simple. The density of sin in Las Vegas has formed a mirror image of itself in hell under Vegas, sitting on the same um, position reality. The physics are uninteresting to me, and me too, bro. But the result is that the two cities occupy the same space, forming the single largest passage between the two realms in existence, and the largest hotspot of demonic activity, or alcohol,
0: or but alcohol. anyways,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. and drugs, <laughs> and basically, yeah. So it's like there's a mirror but. image of hell, and it like that's the best, yeah. easiest place for it all to like cross over. Also, can we
0: live there?
1: <laughs> and then uh so I read this one and basically their whole thing was like, oh, well, we have so many demons here and like messes of things that aren't supposed to be here that we can't really just lock every fucking demon up because that would be every other dickhead. So we're like in the a hellmouth. Yes, and also it's like you have to be um Grabbing every demon and chucking them in a cell simply isn't practical. We'd run out of cells in five minutes flat. And to be honest with you, the demons are more powerful than we are. Our hope lies in our resources. Tricking them, outsmarting them, and of course, cutting deals with them that make our jobs easier. Mwah. It's like, yes! Okay,
0: so I think we just need Buffy to come clean up our shit.
1: Girl, <laughs> Girl, I will treat you better than every one of your friends and also... Every one of your boyfriends—it's definitely. Every it would one be of so easy. I just have to like—they're the worst. Acknowledge you every now and then. Yeah, they're literally the <laughs> worst. So all of that fucking shit aside, let's talk about some motherfucking monsters. Let's go. The reason for the season: monsters. Okay, so the OG SCP-173. I'm gonna show you this poor. Wait, wait. Why 173? Why not one? They. Uh, this person just started it as. 173 and just left it there. Um, If I remember correctly, SCP-1 is one that they've saved. They don't have anything that's there specifically. They have it as a place saver for what would be the worst way for us all to die. Okay. (laughs) You know, a normal thing. (laughs) There are some good like, good horrifying things on that one if you want to look at that, but uh, I'm going to pass. But yeah, so this person just, I think they wanted to basically be like, the world is built. There is also a world. There are 172 previous monsters to deal with. And then people were like, you're right. Let's fill those in. I love a monster. So yeah, uh, first I'm going to show you this person's terrible. So there's going to be other numbers that are
0: lower than 173. Yeah. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Look at this horrifying sculpture.
0: Look at his butt. I know. Look, it is a butt. Look, it is a little (laughs) butt. But
1: yeah, so uh, that one is uh, object class Euclid, and it says uh, basically Which one's Euclid? Euclid is the like in between. I'm
0: probably going to ask you those
1: questions about four,
0: five more times. That's totally fair. To remember. Euclid is is the
1: one where if you put it in a box and you leave it alone and you're not sure what will happen. That's it weird. has a thought process. You're like, uh, something might happen here. Stuff might be an issue. But yeah, so, uh, 173 is basically, uh, sculpture of concrete and rebar and cryolin spray- brand spray paint. And, uh, it's. That's very specific. I know! Very specific. I know, but I love it. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's animate and con- extremely hostile. The object cannot move while in direct line of sight, but uh, line of sight cannot be broken at any time. Personnel assigned to enter a container are instructed to alert one another before blinking, Uh, and usually they only let you go in with three people at a time so that you're not all blinking at once, because it can't move if you're looking at it, but it can move incredibly fast, like many feet in a blink, and if it gets to you, it's just going to fucking snap your neck.
0: So, it's kind of like... A boop. can Yeah. Or <laughs> what I was going to say was the game that yes, I was talking... Yes, except yes. He d- it moves fast instead of slow. Mm-hmm. But you have to be looking at him. If yep. you're
1: looking at him, he can't move towards mm-hmm. you. He can't move. Yes. Very similar. Okay. Obviously, everybody understands that something that you have to keep in your eyesight and never, ever blink is very fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and you know,
0: Boo is you can't look at him.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. I,
0: That's why you like hide when I Boo turns around.
1: Did I? I did, but obviously I've been saying the wrong thing Yeah, for so many. Times. You like, but it's the same concept. It's yeah. just opposite. Mm-hmm. You but can't I be looking look at him because you, he's cute, I know. and I want to well, give him I a little kiss, a little kiss on his a little, little head. SCP-871 is a self-replicating cake that must be eaten every 24 hours. Failure to eat every cake in the 24-hour time frame means that it's going to manifest a new one. And if you don't eat them, they'll keep duplicating over and over and over and over again. And the file estimates that basically like the entire world will be fully buried in cakes in 80 days if we don't eat them. I know. That's I, I want to die.
0: <laughs> Let that one out.
1: <laughs> yes. I saw that one
0: coming. <laughs> as long as it's not like a boring white
1: cake. I hope not. That would be really disappointing. That, that would be really so depressing. I'd be like, never mind. They'd be like, I guess we'll get another death row inmate to just <laughs> eat some more. Why do you have so much cake? I'm so hungry. He's that fucking kid from Matilda.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is a movie I Mm -hmm. haven't watched in a really long time. (laughs) I
1: loved that movie when I was a kid. (laughs) Oh my god, truly. So good. So, uh, SCP 1171 is a home which can. windows are always covered in condensation. And oh my god, that would drive me crazy. I know! No, thank you! Yeah, I would not like that. And uh, by writing on the condensation in the glass, uh, you are able to communicate with an extra dimensional entity whose windows are also covered <laughs> in condensation. Hey, However, how are we doing today? The entity hates humans. Uh-huh. Hates humans, but doesn't know that the foundation members that it's talking to are humans. Are humans. Mm-hmm. So you so he's have like, to make sure you're not like humans lying are human. bitches, man. And, and you're, you're like, like,
0: "I agree, bitch." Oh, I agree.
1: You're I totally absolutely right. agree. They mm-hmm. suck.
0: Those bitches. Them,
1: them bitches. Real. Who keeps inviting them here? <laughs> not me, that's for sure. Okay, and then so SCP number 55 is object class Keter. It is kept within a 5 by 5 by 2.5 meter square room constructed of cement and with a Faraday cage, which I know is a cage that I should know about, and I've heard Faraday cage, but I can't tell you what that means. uh, Security guards are not to be posted outside uh, SCP-55's room. It is further advised that all personnel maintaining or studying SCP objects in the vicinity maintain a distance of at least 50 meters from the geometric center of the room because SCP-55 is a self-keeping secret or an anti-meme. Basically, They know they have it, kind of, but no one can remember anything ever about it. Ever. So the physical description, as well as its nature and origins, is all self classifying. So they don't know how it got to Site 19. They don't know how it was obtained or by whom. They don't know what it looks like. Because you can go in and you can look at it, and then you'll come out and be like, I don't remember sometimes they have done what if you write stuff down uh no you lose the information
0: what Uh, if you communicate over a phone to someone who is 50 meters
1: away those people will also because it's the knowledge of 55 is going to give you all of the problems of 55 which is forgetting that 55 exists so, basically, like, they've taken pictures of 55, but don't know what the picture looks like anymore. Like, the picture just, you look at it and it's like, it just looks like nothing. It just looks like there isn't anything there. Because your brain just shits the bed whenever you have any sort of a thing to do with 55. We should, uh... Yeah. They give have... Give that to some people. Uh... I'm and right. hope it just completely shits their brain. Have we considered? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, uh, they'll bring, like, somebody will bring up Photo out, and even the person who looks at the photo and tries to draw it afterwards is like, ah. Um, they had a like addendum that was just two people talking, and one person they sent somebody in to look at the fifty-five, and they were like, "So what have you been doing for the last two hours?" And the guy's like, "I don't know." And they're like, "Well, is it is it round?" And he's like, "No, no, object fifty-five isn't round." And then the other guy's like. What are what's Object 55? And it's like, no, but we're talking about how it's not round. And he's like, oh, you're right, it isn't round. And the other guy's like, what? what? Yeah, it's just like a very break your brain, you will never remember this type of thing, which is cool as shit. There's uh, SCP-999, which is a safe class, and it's so much of a safe class that they kind of let it go out and do its own thing. Um, it's just a big giant orange slime and it makes people happy like that's its power and they'll like, it's sometimes, like here's some dopamine yeah basically
0: mm-hmm. high five for yeah. dopamine and like <laughs> it
1: works on even the most like dark and deadly fucking uh the worst keter that you have they're like but also this guy but like, also I mean, some dopamine I mean I guess I would give him a little kiss on his head <laughs> and then I will destroy all humans <laughs> So he's allowed to be out of his cell. He's allowed to just do his own fucking thing. He wanders by, and everybody's like,
0: "Hey, yeah, oh, all my problems don't matter anymore." I feel so
1: good right now. Right right. is so great. And I imagine he's just like, "You, I like that for some reason. Both of our like sentient slime sound ideas are exactly the same." <laughs> yes. Totally they are. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, SCP-701 is called The Hanged King's Kings Tragedy. And it's a Caroline-era revenge tragedy in five acts. But uh, performances of the play are associated with sudden psychotic and suicidal behavior. And uh, it happens frequently that anybody who listens to the play, 35% of them, something real fucking bad happens at this play. Which is actually a really fun and interesting thing because it's based off of The King in Yellow, which is a book of short stories by Robert Chambers, uh, who uh, Lovecraft had a bit of a boner for and had a thing about the whole King in Yellow. Um, And The King in Yellow is like a play that's referenced through a lot of old horror books. As a play, that the first act is normal, and the second act like drives people to craziness, and the third act makes them either murder or kill themselves. Interesting. Yeah, so just kind of fun as that to uh, see one of those things. There's one that is—it's just a stairway that goes down and down and down. It's uh-huh. just all in full pitch darkness, and they've never found a bottom to it. But there is. Some sort of a floating, terrible face, just like that's there. Awful. Yeah, it's also. always like the class D personnel who are like, "I really don't want to do this," and they're like, "Well, that's too bad." Wow, well, well, maybe should have true. murdered a bunch of fucking people. Maybe
0: it shouldn't have been a fucking serial killer, I guess Ted that's Bundy. On
1: you, my dear friend. Yeah, fuck you, Dahmer. <laughs> you get to walk down seventy stairs. I keep having to look at your like fake face, and it makes me the most mad. I'm like, I just want to watch a fucking. They put slashers and serial killers together on this. this. I'm like, no, no. no. These yeah. one of these things is fun. Do not put Scream <laughs> next to Dahmer. You absolutely. <laughs> one of these fucks. things is fun.
0: One of these things is fucking awful it's and terrible and
1: traumatizing a lot of people who had to live through it. And one of these things is. Billy Loomis looking hot as fucking screen. <laughs> That's the one I want. You can fuck that one. You can
0: <laughs> fuck that one.
1: Um SCP doesn't have a number yet is <laughs> uh SCP one six oh nine is a mulch that teleports into Wait, what about
0: the unknown one? Oh sorry, I interrupted on the it's unknown okay. one. Uh
1: so the SCP no question object class not written in pie. Um, I labeled it. It's pie. It's pie. (laughs) Um, The special containment procedures in a box in my office. Description. It's a rock that makes you procrastinate. Addendum. Probably mimetic or something. I'll finish writing this up later. I definitely... That rock is living in my... That rock rock is living in my brain. That rock is a kidney stone that lives in my body. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck! I love it. it." Um, SCP... 1609 is a mulch that teleports into the lungs of anyone who approaches it in an aggressive fashion. Or while wearing certain uniforms. But it was previously a nice, peaceful chair that just, like, teleported people who felt the need to sit down in it. So it just teleported people places. But But then it turned into mulch and now puts mulch in your lungs? But it entered its current aggressive state when the Global Occult uh, Coalition inserted it into a wood chipper. Why would they insert it
0: into a wood chipper? It wasn't doing anything.
1: Because they like to destroy the global occult coalition yeah. is just like destroy all things that are weird. So they With, made then, it into a wood,
0: but so they, they put it through a wood, wood chipper. chipper. Now, now it's like so. Why isn't it transform? Why isn't it putting wood chips in people's lungs?
1: I think it's basically mulch, wood chips, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, it's putting shit in, like it's basically teleporting into people's lungs if you come at it in an aggressive way, or if you wear a certain uniform, which I know is the global occult form. This is a Nazi uniform. Item SCP-294 appears to be a standard coffee and vending machine, the only noticeable difference uh, being an entry touchpad with buttons corresponding to a, an English QWERTY keyboard. Upon depositing 50 cents U.S. Con- currency into the coin slot, viewers... The user is prompted to enter the name of any liquid into the touchpad. Upon doing so, a standard 12-ounce paper drinking cup is placed and liquid indicated is poured. Uh, he seems like a nice buddy. He's a pretty nice buddy. He's a safe buddy. Huh. Uh,
0: yeah, he's a safe buddy because he's very easy to... 50 contain. cents for any fucking liquid? Just you wait because 50, 50 cents for cents. any fucking
1: liquid is a whole...
0: Yeah, so... 50 cents for, like... Me being like, I want a sir.
1: Here's a list of addendums so you can get some of the ideas of what you could put in there. Uh, researcher punched in a request for a cup of gold. The machine dispensed a cup of molten gold. A researcher punched in from a safe range. What cup is it? I don't know is it like a? Uh, is it's it 12 like, ounces that's all i
0: can tell you I, I, just thinking like a paper cut in molten gold doesn't seem like it would stay i assume cup. that the cup is also part is, do you of you think the it's thing? like a magical cup exactly it can hold whatever
1: you put mm-hmm. in it yeah because they don't say that i like this like, buddy me too i am for it's this definitely fucking the buddy. one that i would fuck around with the most they had one dude who tri- punched in a cup of joe and then immediately in his name was joseph immediately passed out, and then they were like, you were missing a bunch of, it was parts that were from you. Not great. Uh, don't yeah, do that. Don't Why do would that. you punch a of Joe, you fucking idiot? It could have also, but that,
0: that's like him being like, heh <laughs> you yeah. idiot. Because it could have just been like, here's your pee. Yeah.
1: It, it was blood, pee, like skin. It was a bunch of, sh- it was just Gross. stuff from this dude. Fluid. Um, exactly. A fluvia. Researcher punched in from a safe range request for a cup of anti-water. The machine hummed briefly and then displayed out of range. So it's theorized that it has a limited range of collection and cannot reach into alternate universes and dimensions. Uh, researcher punched in a request for diamond, which was also out of range because diamond is a solid form of carbon. A Researcher punched in uh, the best drink I've ever had. And it dispensed a fluid similar uh, that looked like cola, and the researcher identified it as a mixed drink he recalls having at a bar during his bachelor party and was convinced it was the best drink, but didn't know what was in it. Um, another researcher asked for the That's best cute. drink I've ever had. I know, it's really cute shit like that. Um, some of it's cute shit like that. Uh, and it delivered a dark fluid topped with white foam, which was later in- identified to be uh, Vienna lager. The cup was printed with a color picture of five men and two women drinking beer on the beach, and the researcher was one of them. In his briefing, the agent confirmed that his favorite drink was a Vienna lager he consumed at the beach with his friends. So it's now confirmed that SCP-294 has the ability to directly gather information from someone's mind in order to comply with given conditions. Subject,
0: Just don't be dumb and ask for a cup of your own name.
1: Yes. Well, there are, you know... There's some things subject asked for the perfect drink. The machine dispensed a cup containing an odorless lavender liquid. After drinking the liquid, subject appeared to go in shock. Subject later committed suicide, leaving a note that read, I'm sorry, but at this point everything's just one big letdown. Requesting such a drink again is highly discouraged, and none of the components of the drink have been yet identified. And then also, during a massive security breach, agent redacted requested a cup of pertinent medical knowledge. Which is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But
0: I feel like that would be also something that it couldn't be in a liquid form. There are... Knowledge is in a liquid form. You can't put knowledge in liquid form.
1: So this was more of a, like, diamond as a state is solid. But knowledge and, like, weirdo shit... You can put that stuff in here, something that's going to make me happy. But yeah, it worked and it was fine. Well, of course it worked. this is all fictional. anything yes. can work. <laughs> you can make anything you work
0: anywhere anything yeah. you work
1: that you want. <laughs> yeah and then it was like there were certain things like you if you asked for like passenger pigeon blood, passenger pigeons don't exist anymore in this universe. so you can't get that. makes. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mostly like, is it a thing that can exist? Cool. You got Is it a thing that can't exist? None for you. None for you. Okay, but diamonds in
0: a liquid form exist. It's just a different name. It turns into carbon, which I get. But carbon and diamonds, we just renamed it instead of being like carbon as a solid. Like
1: we just named it a diamond. I'm not going to discuss the fucking (laughs) science of diamonds because as we've discussed, neither of us get it. You're clearly... As you just pointed out, you don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) I'm okay with drinking knowledge. I'm not okay with drinking solids. Item or SCP uh, 2316. (sighs) 616! 616!
0: 616!
1: 616. Um, Is basically a lake, which... Under no circumstances or Foundation personnel to approach 2316, observation must be carried out only by remote dummy probes and shit like that, because it is a place that you go into and there are always unrecognizable bodies in the water, and as soon as you go close to it, you'll think that they are your friends. It has a very oh, powerful cognito hazardous effect, which basically means that the hazard is for your brains. Part of it is you're always going to see somebody that you recognize typically from your childhood. And as soon as you touch it, there's. If you enter the lake, you're lost and there's no way to recover anybody from it. Period. So don't go near that fucking lake. How they have that shit all.
0: And it like makes. Does it make you like. Does it make you truly believe those are your friends, even though you go in knowing, like, hey, it's going to make me believe these are my friends? You
1: going in with the knowledge doesn't mean anything at all, because anything you come in with doesn't matter. It's not real, and it's not something that you can hold on to. Those thoughts are out of your brain, okay. literally, because it's just
0: like possible. one of because it's like if you go in being like it's gonna play a trick mm-hmm. on me, it's gonna play a trick on me. I'm not. You're gonna supposed fall to for basically it.
1: like like even looking at pictures, you're supposed to say these are not the bodies in the water or some. Um, I don't know the bodies in the water, and you're just supposed to repeat that the entire time. But if you get within fifty feet of it, it doesn't really matter because okay. you're probably gonna die. You know, as one does. But what if you're a coward and not
0: just let your friends drown? I don't think it lets you be a coward. okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. You don't get to choose. Okay, I'm just wondering because yeah. there's plenty of people who would just let their friends drown because they're cowards. Me, you would let me drown. Not
1: you. There okay. <laughs> there's a hierarchy. Do you know how many people drown trying to save their drowned friends? Do you know how much my dad and my- your fucking face. My dad and my aunt both taught swimming lessons. Do you know how many times I've been told to throw something to these people because you can't save them? Yeah. A hundred thousand. Also, I know that. And also, I'm not a great swimmer. If I'm saving anything, it's gonna be you or Grayson, and that's probably it. Ransom. Ransom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You or Grayson or Ransom. Ransom, I feel ransom we wouldn't get let get near to oh, no. anything like mm-hmm. that because he's too stupid mm-hmm. to exist near anything that's too. I'm assuming the only
0: reason I would be drowning is because I'm knocked out, so at least it would be easy for you to save me because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be flailing. Yeah. I assume that's why it's hard to save people because they're also like, <laughs> and they smash you in
1: the face. That and they pull you in. Yeah. They pull you in. But if I'm just like, you yeah. can just grab me. Like it's it's a panic response, so you yeah. don't know how to deal with Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I assume you can mostly handle yourself. I know how to Yeah. I can do it. Uh-huh. I can do it. That's great. Another item is uh, item 6096, which is a uh, keter. SCP-6096 is an entity, presumably humanoid in shape, the body of which is perpetually concealed underneath a large cotton sheet. So it's a large sheet ghost. Does it say it's a sexy sheet ghost? Sexy sheet ghost without the legs, which is kind of sad. Mm. So just regular sheet ghost. Oh, okay. uh, due to the presence of the sheet, a full physical description of SCP 6096 is not possible. Superficial analysis of the entity, however, indicates that it's 1.55 meters tall and weighs 48 kg. I don't know what any of that means because I so 1.55 meters
0: 1 meter is close to that one a I yard. Get. I can't At 45 do. It, it it's a <sighs> double it and it, well, it's not exact but if you double it it's similar. Okay, that's a basic that's a basic thing you that can helps do. Actually. So it I don't know the exact conversion but if you double it it's Similar, mm-hmm. so you have a better idea. It's like a hundo power. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, The sheet covering 6096 is larger than the actual body, it typically trails at least a meter behind it when it's mobile. Personnel have been unable to attempt to remove the sheet in order to obtain a more accurate description, and no living being can take an action which would result in any harm coming to SOP- SCP-6096. Like attacking it or ordering others to attack it, trying to trick it, trying to lay a trap for it, anything like that. Basically, if you're trying to remove the sheet or try to harm this thing, it just won't happen. Don't bother. What does it do? It's usually docile. Uh, and it hangs out in the containment center, uh, so long as, uh, relocation would not result in harm coming to it. At periodic intervals, however, 6096 will become active and independently mobile, persistently moving at a walking speed towards a target. In all observed cases, the target has been a human being selected at random from the population of the planet Earth. You know, where the humans normally Um... Evidence suggests that 6096's target alone is exempt from its main anomalous property, which basically it can kind of control people to make sure that it gets its target. Uh, Once it physically reaches its target, it will subsume them underneath its cotton sheet and basically strangle them for something between 20 to 40 minutes, after which they disappear entirely. The cries of distress emitted from these victims suggest that the process is extremely painful. After that, it will uh, return to its docile state. So So they
0: can't really just let it hang around because they never know when it's just going to happen?
1: They don't have a whole lot of control about it. Uh, Here's an addendum from one of the people who works there. Uh, and there you have it. Welcome to Mobile Task Force Zeta 29. The booze is under the sink. No need to worry about the professionalism down here. They can't demote us if they want it. Uh, also, my presence as head of the uh, 6096 containment is beneficial enough to it that me being re- reassigned would count as harming it. Left me. You're probably wondering how we can be shameless enough to say that we have this thing under containment when it comes and goes as it pleases. And if it didn't come back to its cell, we wouldn't have any way of forcing it. And yeah, you're right. We don't have any fucking way. And calling it a containment chamber instead of a hotel room is kind of shameful. There's nothing we can do about it. So take a drink until you are able to accept that. Don't hold back. You're going to become very familiar with that bottle anyway. I know I did. The first time I had to hold the door to a maternity ward open for this thing. The idea of containing 6096 is a bad joke. We all decided a long ago that the only way out of this nightmare is liquidation, decommissioning, neutralization, whatever you want to call it. But can't do that either. Uh, I've stood in that chamber for hours, gun pointed at 6096's head, screaming at my finger to just tighten slightly. Didn't work. You can't harm them. No matter how much you want to, can't even start a Rube Goldberg kind of thing to harm it. It's just a fact of the world. Maybe a semiohazard or whatever it's called. And then there was another like story of this, which basically was mom and dad like opening the door and like holding a kid so that the monster could get it, as they're like trying to scream and can't. Mm-hmm. Ah, the good shit. The good good shit. We love a monster, and that's a good one
0: and over and literally just randomly pick just, someone. It's not like they see someone. It's no. just like that's the person it's just, and they go. all of go. a sudden,
1: it will randomly start, start walking, walking towards something and won't stop. Won't stop and it will control you to help And any person who's nearby. It's like, "Hey, taxi driver." Yeah.
0: And this taxi driver's like, "Hey, shh, go sheet. Mm-hmm. Let's go,
1: bro. Free. Bro sheet. Free cab drive Yeah. for you." Wait, how long you got to go, bud? Um, and then probably, so besides the stair one, which is really fucking good, and it's a very good story, but that's a longer one, and I didn't want to put the whole fucking thing in here. Um, another one of my big favorites is, uh, SCP 3008, which is object class Euclid. It looks like a regular IKEA. And basically. Do they have yummy Swedish meatballs. They might. That's, I can't remember, and I've definitely read that story, and I can't remember if they ate any Swedish meatballs. They definitely, there are people living inside it because, uh, They've, how they've contained it is they've basically like made sure that all public roads are, have been redirected and there's no way to get there. It's monitored at all times. Uh, nobody can go in because you can't always necessarily come out. So, description, uh, scp 3000 You're 000. just wandering IKEA forever. Yeah. I mean, worst ways to die. Some yes, but also like, IKEA is one of those like places where you're like, it's already, you already feel like you're wandering it forever. It doesn't feel like but it's But it has totally everything,
0: organized. so now you just don't have to go to
1: work anymore. It's not all good. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no. SCP-3008 is a large retail unit previously owned, and by- owned by and branded as an IKEA, a popular furniture retail chain. A person entering SCP-3008 through the main entrance and then passing out of sight of the doors will find themselves translocated to SCP-3008-1, which is the basically, like, alt-IKEA universe. They will generally not become aware until they try to return to the entrance, because that's how IKEA is. You're just... Because any IKEA could be this IKEA until the sun goes down. It's a space resembling the inside of an IKEA furniture store extending beyond the limits of what could possibly be contained within the dimensions of a retail unit. Current measurements indicate an area of at least 10 kilometers squared with no visible external Terminators Uh, detected in any direction. SCP-3008-1 is inhabited by an unknown number of civilians trapped within prior to containment. Gathered data suggests that they have formed a rudimentary civilization within, and uh, they've got settlements and fortifications. You kind of have to for the purpose of defending against SCP-3008-2. SCP-3008-2 are humanoid entities that exist within SCP-3008-1. While superficially resembling humans, they possess exaggerated and inconsistent bodily proportions and are often described as being too short or too tall. They have no facial features and are all observed cases wear a yellow shirt and blue trousers. So, you know. They Um, gotta eat something in there. mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, SCP-3008-1 has a rudimentary day-night cycle determined by the overhead lighting within the space, activating and deactivating at times, consistent with the opening and closing times as the original uh retail store. During the night, instances of SCP-3008-2 will become violent dur- uh, towards all other life forms within. Uh, during these bouts of violence, they have been known to vocalize... Phrases in English that are typically variations of the store is now closed. Please exit the building. (laughs) Yeah. And like the idea that that could be scary, but it fucking is, but it fucking is. It's so good. Uh, During the day, they're very passive and um, begin kind of moving through it at random. They are unresponsive to questioning or any other verbal cues in that state, though will react violently if attacked scp 3008-1 is known to have one or more exits within, though these exits do not appear to have a fixed position, making it difficult to leave 3008-1 once inside. Using any other door besides the main entrance to enter the structure or breaking through the walls of the retail unit leads into the non-anomalous interior of the original store so you try to break in or you just try to go in through the back door it's just like this is a mess like oh there's just a regular Ikea here or there's just like the bones of a regular Ikea here but it's no longer there uh, and then there was a, at one point a Ikea branded journal that seemed to document somebody's time within SCP-3008-1 that was treated, transcribed which I'm not going to read the whole transcription of that but it's just somebody slowly losing their mind over several days in an Ikea. But yeah, so that is the SCP universe, the secure, contain, protect. You gotta watch out for those motherfuckers. And there's like seven, there's probably like close to 8,000 of them at this point. It's a very, very well realized universe. Like the whole thing is really thought out. The fact that there's like classifications for fucking everything. I don't know. I love it. I love it so much. And you know me. I love a monster, especially when the monster is either particularly, like, it's going to give me a full existential crisis. I love that shit. Or when it's like, oh, it's kind of harmless and cute. That procrastination one. Yeah. (laughs) That procrastination one is so on the nose. The fact that it has no number and it's just like, I put it in my drawer. I'm going to do something about it. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Wow. Fuck yeah! It's one of called the called out top rated on the website because every
0: single person who procrastinates feels that <laughs> to their yeah, core. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so fucking good. <clears throat> <laughs> Wonderful. Hey hey, we're monkeying around—a podcast about the monkeys. Almost twelve years old. Davy Jones was it for me. <laughs> I was having problems dancing and tambourining. I got overzealous (laughs) and overly excited. Like, we've had our own little version of Monkey Mania 50 years later, which is just crazy. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. All right, so looks like that's actually our show this week. Um, We... (sighs) Went a little long, so it's going to be a two-parter, so now you get to have my nice, fun, awkward ending by myself. So uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on apple podcasts and on spotify as well as on uh newly on amazon podcast which is pretty cool we're also on the eso network and on podbean you can email us at but first let's talk nerdy at yahoo.com and you can check out our instagram where we'll have new pictures and uh we'll have a new picture of grayson for next week and you know all of the rest of us and uh happy halloween Hope you're having a very good spooky session. Make sure you take your amnestics so that you don't remember that any of this happened.
0: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public store which can all be found at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things
1: geek.